You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 354 for October 7th, 2021. This week, we talk about LASIK, air fryers, Windows 11, goat cheese, the Facebook outage, and Squid Game. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Quick, how many fingers am I holding up? Joe's trying to make this laugh happen, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's spooky month. That's that's who I am this time of the year. Oh, it's spooky because that laugh makes me want to check myself into an asylum. <laughs> we'll see. And normally I do. And now I've I've transitioned into. <laughs> <laughs> It's October. <laughs> I and just for, woke up. I yeah, just woke uh, up. Joe rolled out of bed. I called him and he was like, uh, and he I walked out of his it. cave. I needed a 40 minute nap today in the middle of the day. It just like hit me. And I will tell you, I normally get really good sleep. Sam, I usually sleep like a baby. I usually sleep so hard that it makes the haters so mad. But let me tell you this week, I have not been sleeping well. Well, let me tell you, I've actually been sleeping really well because I've been sleeping on in my parents' extra bedroom and their mattress isn't 20 years old, which I think has <laughs> something to do with it. The fact that my mattress that I was sleeping on when I was living in my apartment was my parents' old mattress from like when they were newlyweds. It was passed down to me. I was probably conceived oh my on that God. mattress. That is, I thought you finally got like a tuft of needle or something. No, I was thinking about it, but you know, that's a big but purchase. Never, a mattress oh a mattress God. is a big purchase, but I'm well, still thinking about it. I'm thinking about splitting the cost with my parents for like a birthday present or something. Plus my yeah, friend's discount. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Even my parents were like, Sam, you need to get a new mattress. And I was like, you know what? If you're saying well, it. Well, you know, circling back to me. Oh yeah, um, you? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I loved my tuft and needle. I will say our... Uh, our guest bed has a tuft and needle, and I slept on the tuft and needle when I was in Chicago. I fuck it. That was probably my favorite mattress ever until I liked it better than we have a sleep number. Mm. And I don't really like the sleep number. I love it. So whatever mattress you get, if you get a Tempur-Pedic mattress topper, that's what I. That's the part of the bed I like. So it's the topper that's the. How much are the toppers for the Tempur-Pedic? Or isn't Tempur-Pedic like super expensive? I have no idea. Justin bought it. Justin's thing. Exactly. It's Justin's thing. Which means it's probably reaping the the benefits. And so uh, that's the part I enjoyed. Because when we moved, I was like, let's try without the Tempur Pedic because I'd forgotten what the bed Mm -hmm. was like. Because it's a sleep number. You think it's this is going to be this going to be comfortable. I don't love it. I don't Mm. love it. But I like my mattresses firm, plywood. Me too. I like a, and the reason why I'm sleeping well is because I, we call, my parents and I call the mattress that I'm sleeping on the cement mattress because it's so firm. (laughs) Originally, they got it for my, for my, for my dad because he has back problems and apparently like sleeping on a firmer mattress can like help, you know, pressure points on the back at night. And so like, my mom hates it. My dad never uses it. And every time I came over to like spend the night when I wasn't living with my folks, I would always sleep on that bed because I loved it. It's literally like a concrete slab. They probably got it from a prison and it's my favorite bed. I've been sleeping so well. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's like when I slept on the floor and it was like the best I've ever felt in my life. It was a concrete floor with like that thin, disgusting, like arcade church carpet. Mm-hmm. Oh, just beautiful. It really, it really straightens out your back. Yeah. Um, anyways, have you have you tried turning your sleep number to, I don't know, make it more firm? 
so that's not that that's not why I'm sleeping poorly. Oh, is it is it the the anxiety, the demons, the you so, know, as the you know, thoughts? As you know, I got LASIK circling back to me. It's, mm, oh my gosh, eyes. it was a, a week ago today. They're not exactly perfect yet. I didn't know. Like, I knew that it, they would heal over time. It takes anywhere from like three to six months for them to like full, fully stabilize. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I have to wear. So last night was technically my last night, but I'm probably going to wear them a couple more nights. I got to wear goggles to sleep in because you can't rub your eyes on anything. God, I bet that's so sexy. It is. So they're flat. They're and then it's like a flat piece of plastic with um, foam on it, and you it wraps around your face. It kind of like kind of like a cy- like Cyclops thing, or like Jordy LaForge on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And so, and it, it's so uncomfortable to sleep on my side with it, and it's so uncomfortable. Like I have to sleep propped up. I have a like a wedge behind me to prop me up, and I can only sleep on my back at like a forty five degree angle. You are such an old woman. Like, this is exactly no, what an old 60-year-old mom would talk about. This is not how I want to sleep. <laughs> this is not. I usually sleep. Usually 10 p.m. rolls around. I'm giddy because I know that I get to get ready for bed and I get to go to sleep. Right. You're, and you're excited been, because you get to just, you you don't get to exist. You, like, the day I is over. It. You're ready well, to shut Piggy, down and not think about anything. Piggy gets excited for bedtime. He gets to snuggle with me for a little bit. Then he goes in his own bed. Like, it's just, it's so fun. I love sleep so much. I can't wait to, like, die and it just be that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can't wait like, to sleep forever. You know what? At yeah. the moment, at the moment, I love, I love the awake part. I love mm-hmm. being awake. I love my life when I'm awake. But if it ever, you know, if that ever changes, I'm okay. With sleeping forever. Well, that's the thing. Life is temporary. Death is forever. Um, back to my LASIK. Mm-hmm. Back to your eyes. I'm curious about your eyes. Do they like scab at all? Let me tell Do you want to know about the procedure? Because it only takes 10 minutes. Well, I mean, but... I told you that I've watched many a LASIK video and your doctors told you specifically not to watch the videos because it freaks people out. I know exactly what it's like. And I, every single person afterwards is like, I could, I could smell my eyeballs burning. That's but what you they don't know. That's not the smell that you're smelling because it's what a cold smelling? laser. You're smelling changes in your molecules, like in your eye. You're you, the laser reacting with your eye, but it's not burning because the laser can't burn anything. It's a cold laser. Isn't that just called a cold burn? No, it's just it's does it. It's not cold. It's just it's a room temperature laser. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You sound like a laser expert. I should go no, to you for all my laser No, I looked it up online needs. afterward because I, I smelled the smell and I was like, is that smell? Dear Google, is that smell my smell of my eye burn? And Google said, no, the laser's not hot. That's the sound of changes in your cornea molecules being changed. So is it burning just burning. changes of molecules? It smelled like when they grind your teeth at the dentist. What? There's a smell? Yeah. Yes, I've had many a dental work as a well, as a country flop with no fluoride in their water. But also um, the fact that I don't know what it smells like because I haven't been to the, to the dentist in 10 years. That makes <laughs> sense. Oh, next time you go, you're going to smell it. Well, you got to just gonna grind gonna... my teeth down to the gum line and then give me some yeah. like wooden George Washington teeth. Yeah, you're in for it. But anyway, 
So, so I got bladeless LASIK, which means the doctor doesn't make the cut. It's supposed LASIK. to, you're supposed to heal faster. You're so, well, no, there is bladed LASIK where the doctor like slices your cornea themselves. Oh, that's so hot. And that's how they used to do it. And now mm-hmm. they have a machine that just cuts it for you. Right. So it tracks your eye if it moves. Like it's, you know, you, it's way more automated. You lay down in it in the, on this table. Well, it's like a, it looks like a dentist chair and it's flat. On the slab. And the, the first machine comes down and it's the one that cuts the cornea. So and it take, takes the eyeball out of the socket, right? That one, I'm just ignoring you because you're just <laughs> talking so much. It's. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking just ready so to throw much. you in a I'm dumpster. I'm talking so much. I haven't said a <laughs> sentence without you interjecting. <laughs> it, the scariest thing about this machine, he was like, you're going to feel a little bit of pressure. It feels like the machine pins you down by your eyeballs. Oh, my God. Like pins you to the chair by your eyeballs. That was the freaky one, but that one only lasts like 10 seconds. And then it swivels you over to the other one. He does some, he scrapes your cornea to raise the flap, swivels you around to the other one. All the while you have this like speculum peeling your eyes open. Mm -hmm. And then the other one comes down and it's the laser and it, that's remapping it. And you just hear this like, it feels like you're abducted by aliens because all (laughs) you see are like blurry lights. All these people who think they've been abducted, they just got free LASIK. They literally just got LASIK. <laughs> um, but I will say, 10 minutes, I was in and out 10 minutes. I walked straight from the surgical suite to the car. There's mm-hmm. no, like, recovery time. They didn't even give me a Xanax because I wasn't stressed out. You should, um, I mean, you should have taken it just to save it. Like, you you would have you know, thought. Kept it for a rainy day. Well, they didn't even offer it to me. I don't, And I don't know why. Rude. I guess they could tell it. They, I mean, inwardly, I was kind of freaking out, but mostly I was excited. I was like, this mm-hmm. is the day. I've been wearing mm-hmm. glasses since second grade, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to fucking stop. Girl, let's stop. Let's just stop. The drama around having bad vision, like packing for a trip. You know this, because you, you wear contacts and glasses. If you wear contacts, you have to think, oh, how long am I going to be on this flight? If, if it's over this amount of time, my contacts are going to get dry. If they fall out, I need to have my backup glasses with me. Right. I need to make sure I have the solution. I need to make sure I have the case. Like, there is drama surrounding leaving the house without good vision. Right, know? exactly. It's like, if I don't have my contacts in, I cannot drive my vehicle. Yes, like, I, can't I cannot see. drive. I cannot get home. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have my glasses as a backup, I'm fucked. I'm, I'm lost. I might as well wander into the woods and die. I was going to say, it's literally, I might as well just, you know, walk into the woods like Velma from Scooby-Doo. Yes. Forever. Every until I episode. Die. My favorite part of every episode was when she, when she wandered into the woods. Well, that's the thing. She obviously, they did not get paid enough for solving those mysteries because she couldn't fucking afford LASIK. That's what she needed. It's very affordable nowadays. Very affordable. I think we should have a GoFundMe for, uh, for Velma. <laughs> get um, her LASIK. You would have thought, though, because you can see immediately. You don't see great immediately, but like. But you have vision from, immediately. You can. From you know, having like. Your eyes are Negative working. seven with astigmatism, not seeing, you know, even shapes to mm-hmm. like suddenly sitting up and I can blurrily see most things. You would have thought I was the first person to ever see. Mm-hmm. I was like. You discovered sight. I could see the doctor's face and I wanted to reach out and touch it. And I was just I, like. That's a restraining order. 
I was like when that little single-celled organism popped out one eyeball and saw the world. And then immediately died. And then I got a migraine that same day. Oh, yeah. And then I, you're supposed to sleep for at least four hours. You're supposed to keep your eyes closed. Migraine, um, the goggles made it worse. I almost threw up. My eyes hurt really bad once the drops wore off. All in all, really worth it, though. That didn't last very long. Well, the thing is, I'm I'm kind of sad for you because now you have one less thing to complain about. And we all know how you feel about complaining about things. I never complained about my eyes, did I? <laughs> I complain about other things. Your migraines. Well, I'll complain well, about until they're healed. Right. They're well, not here's, healed. Here's the thing. You you thought that your migraines were caused by, I mean, at least, uh, I mean, there's probably multiple causes causing your migraines. But didn't you think that a part of it was due to your glasses and your eye strain in front of the computer and maybe your contact lenses just like having to deal oh, with for that sure. forever? So and I'm curious. And it for sure is. Yeah. I'm curious if your migraines are going to get better once you're like fully healed and not using your glasses and contact lenses anymore. I'm curious if that's going to change. Well, I'm already the next morning. So the next morning I had my post-op. I already had 20-20 vision. Is the post-op where they check to make sure the breasts are still in place? The what? The breasts, the double D breasts that they gave you. The breasts? You. Yeah, the breasts that they, they give because you get laser. Yeah, they, they had get, to look get... pretty hard to find them. <laughs> Honey, I thought that they gave you free breasts with LASIK. I thought it was like a buy one, get one. I, I would have put a, asked them to put them in my butt. <laughs> I, I mean, want them least, in my butt. Yeah, at least, you know, you'd be able to sit longer without getting that bony ass syndrome. Um, but all in all, worth it. Worth nice. it. And how much did it cost you again, total? Uh, for me, it was like 4600 And th- that was total? That was total, yeah. For both eyes, for some reason. For, for both some eyes, reason, I for some reason I thought it was like three grand per eye. No, it was well. It was thinking the total was forty six sixty five or forty six thirty five or something. Honestly, that's not and bad that for includes, the whole procedure. I thought it was way that more. That includes free touch ups if I ever need one, which I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. That includes like I can go there just whenever I want to get my eyes checked. You can go there like, and to annoy them. If you need I a can friend. just yeah. She, the eye doctor literally said, you can come see me every day if you want. And I was like, I don't. That's why Until I they got changed LASIK. the locks. <laughs> like, that's why I got LASIK. So I never have to see you again. <laughs> I thought it was more expensive too. Um, but like, this is me saving like 10 years for this. This is right, like exactly. my rainy day fun. I was like, this is, this is worth it. I want this. She, you're finally so. fixed. You're finally beautiful. So now that you can see Piggy and Justin in full, I mean, vision. Are you making a run for it? Uh, no, but I did see that you had posted on Instagram and I had to unfollow you. <laughs> you finally saw. Well, I mean, I, I mean, there, there's studies coming out where like people see, you know, lots of like really glamorous people on Instagram and it makes them feel bad about themselves. So, I mean, if you need to unfollow me in order to protect your inner, you know, your conscience and your, your, yourself, your self-worth, then I totally understand that. And I, you know, I, I think you should take care of yourself before that. <laughs> That's the life. So is, is the next <laughs> procedure that you're going to get um, completely removing your vocal cords? Because I feel like we could, you know, we could crowdsource that. Obviously, it's needed. Well, no, I'm so glad that you're recovering. That's the money. That's the money. That's the money maker. Yeah, that's the money maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a, she has a oh, face for radio, doesn't she? Oh, the craziest thing, though. I, the day after LASIK, I kept going to the mirror to look at my eyes because I have never seen them in such detail. 
Oh, interesting. Even with your contacts in? Yes. It's something I did not anticipate being as surprising as it was. Because my contacts, they were toric lenses. So they always made my eyes red. My eyes were Mm -hmm. always, I've had red eyes for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Always irritated, always dry. And I still couldn't see great in them. Um, Glasses also always made me, but like strained my eyes. And I couldn't see that well up close in them. So I've never seen my eyes like this white and this closely. Wow. Okay. It's weird. It's the little things that like you don't, I don't know. I've never had like for sure great vision, even with glasses and contacts. Mm -hmm. Why are they doing this on everybody? It takes 10 minutes. Just do it. Because capitalism. Yeah. Um, do they give you an estimate of like what they think your your vision should be after everything is has healed? Like, should it be close to 2020 or? Oh, it's already 2020. Like it. Oh. I woke up and it was 2020. Um, but it may when it settles down be better than 2020. Wow. So she has those eagle eyes. You're going to be able to see I miles see away. Shit. I didn't even trees have leaves. Right. You're not even going to need binoculars anymore to spy on your neighbors. You're just going to be able to look with your new, clean, beautiful eyes. Trees have leaves. And mm-hmm. there's been shit hanging off my ass for 15 years. Those dingleberries, girl. You got to remove them. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, so much has changed since we last talked. Besides LASIK. <laughs> um, I've, been, I've been sitting in the same chair for a week crazy. just waiting. I got Windows 11. Why? What's the advantage? Usually I'm a very um, early adopter of things, but for some reason with an operating system, I'm like, I'm fine with Windows 10. No, I enjoy being, I, in, I whenever something can be upgraded, I, I need it. I want it. I understand right that. Now. I also love in upgrading to beta software and then complaining when things are completely baked because it's beta software, expecting it to work all 100% correctly. I definitely learned my lesson with that. I used to upgrade to like the beta versions of Android Mm-hmm. And I now I wait. Now yeah, we I wait. wait as well. We don't do that with our phones anymore. My phone's that was too important. Good. Yeah. Um, but no, I was like, I didn't have to stream today. So I was like, if it's coming in the next year and a half, half a year or whenever, let's do it when I have a day to like work on it. Right. She's prepared. She's ready to troubleshoot. Um, but it's pretty much identical. There's nothing that really changed except uh the task bars or the, your start bars centered. Mm-hmm. And you can even change that if you hate it. Um, and windows are rounded. Ooh, so they aren't they're they're round windows now. They aren't windows windows. Rounded corners. Mm, aesthetic. Maybe they were always rounded, and I just couldn't see them until I got LASIK. I don't know. Oh, see, who knows? Who knows? Mm, but it's hard um, to tell. then I was I was looking up articles. This is where my first article comes from. Uh, that was like. Here's the things you can do in Windows 11 you couldn't do before. And literally, I've never wanted to do any of these things. And then also, I didn't even know that they existed. Oh, so what are what are some of them? Make me jealous. Make me want to upgrade so, to Windows 11. You're not going to. It's not going to happen. But <laughs> there's this thing called snap layouts. Oh, you didn't snap. have to snap oh, I love so snap. hard. You know, sugar snap. I just tried it before the stream started. You, it has like these predefined layouts, I guess, where you can throw things to different sides of the screen or whatever. Don't really care. Uh, manage desktop folders faster. I don't know. You can, you can search for files now straight in the start menu, which I never wanted to do. Uh, eh. Well, I guess if you're like need to search your whole computer for a file, maybe. 
Uh, there's a thing called the clock app. Oh, that's what we needed. I couldn't tell it time has before. Focus sessions. Uh, it helps you focus. Okay. I didn't even open it. You know what um, helps me focus? Not fucking using my computer. Stepping away, going for a fucking walk. Yeah, I guess I don't really work on the... Com- I mean, I work on the computer, but when I'm at the computer, I'm working. Right. If that makes like, sense. Yes. It just just take a fucking break. I don't know. I don't need an app yeah. to tell me to focus. I need an app to tell me to, like, stop working and step away from my computer and go for a walk. That's what I need. And they exist. Uh, Microsoft Teams is basically everywhere. Ew. It's literally fucking everywhere. Um, but you can disable it pretty easily, which I did immediately because I don't use it. Well, it's like, okay, would I rather have Microsoft Teams everywhere or like them forcing me to use Skype everywhere? They're basically the same thing, but I guess I'd go with Microsoft Teams. Yeah, probably. It automatically installed all of these widgets that I immediately, like it was the first thing I uninstalled. Um, and it was like, it it installed like the Wikipedia widget. And I was like, why would I I need a widget? I can go to the website. It's okay. It automatically installs WhatsApp and Messenger, Facebook Messenger Mm-mm. apps. No mom. And I no was ma'am. like, no, 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 no. So I inst- uninstalled those. But I was kind of shocked that it did that, honestly. Disgusting. Um, Didn't even ask for your consent. It says there's more stats on battery usage. This is a desktop, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, try out the new and improved Microsoft App Store. They're trying, aren't they? <laughs> what, who the fuck is ever? The Microsoft App Store. No, thank you. I think that I've downloaded um, two apps from the Microsoft App Store. First one was the Pocket Casts app, which is my podcasting app that I use. It's cross-platform. I highly recommend it. I think NPR owned it for a while, um, but they don't anymore. So I had to get that from the Microsoft App Store and the Spotify app. Those are the two things I had to get from the Microsoft App Store. Otherwise, I don't think I've ever downloaded a single goddamn thing from that Microsoft App Store. Yeah, I'm not really about that. That's just, mm-hmm. that's, uh, I think I have purchased one game from it. Mm, okay. Um, Because it was on sale or cheaper or was only available there or something. Some exclusive but, shit, yeah. Yeah, otherwise it's not the move. It's not the move. So, okay, speaking of um, WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger, where were you during the great Facebook crash of 2021? I didn't even know what happened until it was over. Really? What were you? Were I you did like, not know. Were you? Were you on the internet? Were you distracted doing something else? I was browsing the web. I was all over the internet. I just don't ever use Facebook. <laughs> so here's the the way that I found out is I tried to open up Instagram and it didn't load. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. And then I, I didn't think about it for like a couple hours, and then it was all over Twitter. That's and I was right. Like, She's on every, Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I follow. I mean, I basically. You know, I check it every, you know, every a couple times a day and it's mostly food because obviously, but I just can't imagine all of like the conservative white moms who spend like 14 hours a day on Facebook. Like, what did they do all day when it was down? Where did they get their news? Do they just have to go back to Fox News? We'll see. I was yelling about this on stream about because like it was like the whole world stopped because everyone uses Messenger or WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. or Instagram DMs or whatever. Right. That's like the main and I was messaging like, platforms. And I was like, I I don't live in that realm. This didn't no, affect me. not at all. And then someone checked me in my own chat, though. They were like, well, in some parts of Europe, all we can use is WhatsApp. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. 
What I do didn't you mean? know. Probably can use this WhatsApp. I don't know. I don't know where they were from. And I, I said, I'm sorry. I checked my privilege. I have access to more apps. I don't know. I've, I don't know if Telegram's available everywhere. Telegram is obviously our go-to option. Um, well, I feel like Telegram like is line basically app. everywhere. You can, like, I would, yeah, I, I think it's a situation. I line app. Right. I feel like it's a situation where, like, you're on the same app that all of your friends are on. And for a lot of those people, like, in Korea or whatever, everyone's on Line or Kakao. And, you know, in the U.S., everyone's on fucking Facebook Messenger and and in Europe, everyone's on WhatsApp. And then, you know, furries and terrorists and us are on Telegram. But apparently during the great Facebook outage, Telegram tweeted that they got like about 70 million new users, which is crazy. Uh, what? Like even Yeah. So I was I was messaging some people on Telegram and it was being really slow during the Facebook outage because so many people were signing up for it. It was like straining the Telegram servers because everyone was switching over to Telegram from WhatsApp. And it's funny because, you know, in Telegram, like I think WhatsApp's the same way where if someone joins, you get a notification that like so and so from your contacts list is now on telegram or on whatsapp i got like 10 of those <laughs> so many people jumped ship and now that whatsapp's back up and running like i feel like people are just gonna go back to whatsapp because that's where they were at but dang yeah 70 million 70 million new users on telegram during the great facebook outage if you don't know what telegram is telegram is literally whatsapp but better and not owned by facebook but no one uses it because everyone uses whatsapp so Come on over. Hit me up. I'm lonely. Um, oh, no. I don't. don't and don't if you find Joe. me, don't you fucking dare. No. <laughs> that is a boundary. That's a fucking boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember back at like 10 years ago when you would make friends on like YouTube or that were in like Ireland or the UK or mm-hmm. elsewhere. We would have to use like WhatsApp because Telegram wasn't really a thing back then, like back when I was living in Philly and you couldn't text people because of the fees. Now, like I just text people like if they're in a different country and I don't know if they have Telegram or whatever, I just text them. Mm. Yeah, because like fees aren't, aren't that a big of a deal anymore. I remember when everyone would use Skype before it was owned by Microsoft. People would use Skype before Skype and before that. But well, before even smartphones, MSN Messenger, right? MSN or AIM. Um, what yeah. was that? What was that like? Um, that like voice memo app that we all used to use. Um, were you? You I know what I'm know. talking about? Where like you would send like little voice clips to each other. I do that on Telegram. Right, but this was before all of that during the Skype days. Like we had oh, a specific app that like we sent like little voice clips back and forth. I can't remember off the top of my head. But those were the days. Anyways, I hope every I hope all of the you know everyone who sells everything on Facebook Marketplace and that's where your car- commerce it was. I hope all of you made it through the. I think it was like seven or eight hours. It was offline. Apparently, it was a huge deal. It wise, like some DNS records got erased or some crazy shit. And, like, all of the internal staff at Facebook, they couldn't, like, get into the building because, like, all of their URLs were down. So, like, their key cards weren't working. They, like, physically couldn't get into the office. It was, like, a huge mess. And I didn't, haven't looked any more into it. I don't know what caused it. Was it, like, a shitty intern that, like, pressed the wrong button? I have no idea. But anyway, it, w- it was very peaceful for about eight hours. And now Facebook's back and, you know, we're back. We're back here. We're back where we were. So. Yeah, I think... 
like ev- even more so than lately, all of the like Facebook, the uh, the whistleblower who's been mm-hmm. testifying. Yeah, the one that's been testifying. Been, I mean, that's all terrifying. But I saw I saw Mark Zuckerberg release a statement today that was like, "We would never." But you think of all the social media sites you're on. Granted, in my head, Facebook's the worst. Facebook. Yeah, in my head, it absolutely is. It seems so freaking shady. Twitter seems less shady to me. I don't feel like they have as much info, but they probably still do. Um, right. But I mean, TikTok, like, an- anecdotally, probably pretty bad. anecdotally, like all of the, you know, when I think of misinformation campaigns, um, oh, right. F- yeah. Fake news targeting boomers, like all of that shit, Russian bots, I immediately think of Facebook. Like yes, Facebook is exactly. the place where all of my conservative family gets their news about how vaccines cause autism and there's microchips in the fucking vaccine. And, you know, I doing my own research, like all of that information is like flooded into Facebook, you know, from my experience and from experience of like other people. This is all anecdotal evidence. There isn't like a fucking study that I can cite. But like, that's what I think of. And that's, you know, that is like the top of the shit list for me of like, you know, inaccurate, baseless you know, disinformation campaigns. Yeah, I think that so there there's like a um there's a privacy talk. Privacy TikTok. Like there's oh, a yeah. which is ironic on its own because Because, you know, TikTok. all that information's getting, you know, funneled into the Chinese government or whatever. But uh this this one privacy TikToker, she like requests her information from Facebook and she was going through it in a TikTok. Ironic once again. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of mind blowing how much they had. Like right. they have things sent from, they have information even on what you do outside of Facebook. Right, exactly. There's, there's they cookies have, that track you and they, you know, gather like, all that info and conglomerate it. Like you bought something at Lowe's, they know about it because mm-hmm. Lowe's or Home Depot or whoever shares the information with them. Exactly. Advertisers share information and they share back and forth in order to like, you know, track, they give you like a unique ID in order to like track you off of different websites in order to target better advertisements for when you're back on Facebook. Like, you know, ad targeting is a thing. And it's, you know, all these companies share information about you in order to like pin you down, not physically, but pin you down in a way where they can track like, you know, oh, this person is likely to shop at this place. So we're going to target these ads for them on Facebook. Like that is a very real thing that that happens and it's a yeah, lot of information freaky. about you yeah it's a it's lot really of information. freaky and all of the like actual physical data they have on you like literally where you are in the world right now where yeah, you will wild. go not even just where you've been but where you will go like it's freaky we're getting to right. that that uh that episode of futurama where it's like they have a future crimes division because mm-hmm. they know right but also, yeah, like, not even just future crimes, future, like, you know, silly stuff, not future illegal activities, just future, like, I'm going to go shit at 10 a.m. Yeah, Facebook knows when I'm going to poop. Yeah. And they're going to target ads based on when I'm going to poop. Well, it's like I've said before, you know, if you're using a free service on the Internet, 
You are the thing that is being sold. You are the product. Your information, you giving up information about yourself is the exchange of being able to use that free service. Nothing is free. You're giving up information in order to use that service. And like Facebook, I'm not saying that Facebook is the only one that's doing this. They're just like the biggest one with the you know most amount of users that you know we have record of like the amount of information that they actually harvest from users. And it's like pretty mind boggling for people who don't realize. But anyways, it was a nice reprieve not having Facebook around for eight hours and then it came back. Um, You're but. on Instagram though. If, how yeah. do you reckon in your mind? And this was me too. I was mm-hmm. on, I used Instagram, but I never really used Instagram. Like, I don't know. I would probably open it like once a day. It never really attracted my attention. You but weren't using you, it to like push forward your internet career or anything. You weren't using well, it for any marketing yeah. purpose. I was maybe posting personal photos occasionally for a while. Mm-hmm. I would post a daily picture of Piggy on my, what's the disappearing thing called? Uh, story my story on my yeah. story and then i was like wait a second i don't like this and it's not mm-hmm. really doing anything for my career and i i was like if i'm not having fun with it and it's facebook and then i'm right. out exactly yeah that's totally valid and then i went to tiktok i gave it yeah. to a different government exactly so instead of giving it to mark zuckerberg <laughs> you're giving it to the chinese government which is your choice send I your information think, to whoever you want well i feel like wherever like there are so many social media networks and we feel like we're supposed to be on all of them. And you you just don't need to be like, no, you if don't. you're not having fun on it, just don't do it. Right. So what was your initial question that you were going to ask me about Instagram? Oh, how do you reckon being on Instagram when you hate Facebook as much as you do? Um, I, I mean, I think and Mark, Mark Zucky. Yeah. Mark Zucky. Well, I mean, originally Instagram wasn't owned by Facebook, but also like I, I but don't... it's been years at this point. That's true. They've owned it for a long time. Um, I think the I think I feel like it would be different be if I was posting a lot of content on Instagram and I was like trying to use Instagram to my advantage. For the most part, like I'm, you know, I usually don't give Instagram a lot of my information on purpose. Like they're obviously harvesting information for me when I'm opening up the app. But I am more of a um I'm taking in information from Instagram. I'm not really, you know, posting daily pictures about myself or you know, doing a brand deal or, you know, shit like that. I'm not using Instagram to my own advantage. I'm just like checking in on, you know, chefs that I like, checking their stories of like what food they're making. But or, that's, you know, even if you're absorbing information, that's giving them information. Right, exactly. Like it's hovering true. over, they know how long you've been looking at an advertisement. If you exactly. just scroll past it or if you hover well, over if you it for stayed on it or half if you a second. It. Yeah, that's wild right. to me. I, I, I mean... I, I don't know. For for in in my eyes, you know, I I have a much I have a I have a, a bigger use for Instagram, even though it's not very big compared to Facebook. Like I don't I don't get any pleasure from Facebook whatsoever, and I don't get any of my news from Facebook. I I don't have any want to keep in contact with like distant conservative family members on Facebook. Like I the 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 reasons for me to use Facebook are so low. And I've I've replaced those with like, you know, texting a family member or getting my news from fucking CNN or, you know, not using Facebook Messenger and like using uh, Telegram or SMS or whatever. Like I 
I went through the process of like trying to relinquish my, you know, my life from Facebook a long time ago. So it's really easy for me to not use it. But then you have people who their whole lives, like the way they keep in contact with their family, like the way that they buy things, they they only buy things on Facebook Marketplace, like all of their, you know, messaging history and the way that they communicate with like old friends or families with Facebook Messenger, like they are so immersed in that ecosystem that they can't get out. And so it's like, you know, I'm just thankful I'm not them. Like, I got out early, so it's easy for me. So instead, I use Instagram sometimes. Interesting. I don't know. We're not We're not all free from sin. I use Instagram sometimes. I Sue am. me. I'm free from and sin. It, and it's to, instead of giving all my information to Facebook, I'm giving it all to Google, you know? So it's like, <laughs> pick your poison. You're still giving it to Facebook, sis. Whether well, I know, or not but, we're on you know. Facebook or Instagram, they're still know everything. It. I hate it when people use Facebook to log into stuff. Oh, yeah. That's the most annoying. I mean, I don't even, if it gives me the option to like use Google to log into something, I'll still create my own account. I'm like, I don't want to do that. You're one of those, you're one of those girls. I'm like, yeah, I'll just save it in LastPass and be done with it. I don't want it connected to my Google account. Um, Speaking of capitalism and, you know, rich people, fucking with us have you watched any of squid game on netflix everyone's talking about it the episodes are too fucking long (laughs) why are the episodes an hour fucking each episode is like a movie yeah i want to watch it so bad sam but i don't have the time in my life to dedicate i'm hustling and i'm girl bossing and i'm gatekeeping and and i just don't have you are gaslighting you are gaslighting yourself I look open my Google Calendar and I don't have an hour to spend. I want to watch it so bad, but why the fuck are they that long? Exactly because you have twenty three hours already blocked out to stare at a wall. Like you, you don't have any wiggle room. My favorite shows twenty minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Twenty minutes nailed it. What we do in the shadows twenty twenty four minutes tops. Right. Well, the, you don't beat yourself up. It's not your fault that you have the attention span of a gerbil. It's just how you it's were not, made. It's that I have too much attention span. I can't focus on one thing. Wait, mm. I need to be doing, hmm, maybe that is attention span. Mm. Maybe you should write that down to talk to your therapist about. I just feel like it's a waste of time to look at a TV that long. Meanwhile, we waste our time on the computer for 14 hours a day looking at a screen. Yeah, but I'm like working. I'm like hustling. I'm girl bossing. <laughs> I'm selling candles on Etsy. <laughs> Do you know? You're, still, you're scamming white moms on Facebook. I'm like you scamming. have shit to do, places to be. I'm scamming and I'm hacking and I'm making the dough. Mm-hmm. And you're gaslighting and you're gatekeeping and you're girl bossing. Justin likes to. Okay, well, here's the thing though. When you're watching TV, are you just watching TV? Are you doing something else too? Or are you watching TV? And that's it, period. Okay. It, it depends on the situation. If I, if we are having a. If I'm in a movie theater, I am not on my phone because you're oh, a yeah, dick yeah, 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 yeah. if you do that. I'm talking to your house, movie, however, television. However, if I am like watching TV or I'm watching a movie like with my family, I check my phone every so often. I'm not like on it. I'm not like looking at my phone for like 10 whole minutes while the movie's playing, but I check it for and like reply to messages. So like, I mean, I am multitasking, tasking in an essence, but like I'm doing two things, Max. I'm watching the TV and checking my phone semi-often. I can't. I mean, I I need to be checking. I'm not really my phone, but I need to be doing five other things at the right, same time for you know, it to feel like I don't know how to relax. 
You're writing I a need novel. To be doing you're five using other things in order to feel like abacus. I'm being some kind of productive. Like mm. I want to watch TV while also being on my computer, while also playing a game on the iPad, while also like checking some TikTok on my phone, and maybe I'll do some crochet. But girl, you need then to, you need to smoke some weed, girl. You need to calm down. But then the thing is, I feel like I'm not paying attention to the movie, so I'm not getting the, anything out of it. So what's if, the point? I'm one of those people who I don't like missing details. I love to see the details and everything like in TV shows and movies. So if I'm not able to pay attention to it, I'm like, I might not, I don't even want to watch it. I don't even want to try. Mm-hmm. So I don't okay. even. And Justin well, will just sit there and watch stuff. Well, yeah, probably because that he enjoys it and his mind isn't moving at a million miles an hour. Girl, you, you need Justin. It. You need Justin to strap you down and you need to take, you know, a fucking tranquilizer. He's like, let's have a movie night. He wants to go see Dune two and a half hours in theaters. And I said, okay. Well, no. how about I'll fly to DC and I'll do all the fun things with Justin while you run on a hamster wheel for five hours. I'm not letting you get anywhere near Justin because I know how <laughs> desperate you are and I know how lonely you are. Honey, I'll, I'll claw my way into your relationship <laughs> and I'll just try to steal him away. Oh, God. Anyway, anyway, Squid Game, you're enjoying it? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. The, here's the thing. Everyone kept talking about Squid Game, and no one mentioned to me what the fuck it was about, so I went into it totally blind. So let me just explain slightly to people who are hearing about Squid Game who don't fucking know what the fuck it is, because no one's telling them. Imagine Korean Hunger Games, only with capitalism. That's literally what it is. And it's 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 cool. It's a good watch. It's It's, you know, a thriller. It's a Korean thriller. You know, don't watch the English dub, watch it with subs. And uh, it's good. I'm on episode, I think I have two more episodes and I've been watching it with my dad. And we've been really much, we've been very much enjoying it. We've been watching like two episodes a night or something. Um, It's been fun. And uh, yeah, that's Squid Game. It's not even my favorite thing this week, but everyone's talking about it. So I might as well mention it. Um, It's, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a good thriller. And apparently it's like, you know, taking the globe by storm. And it's, you know, there's like a Korean ISP that's trying to sue Netflix because everyone is fucking trying to stream this and it's causing their bandwidth prices to skyrocket or some crazy shit. So it's the new hit thing, but it's cool. And it's it's cool to see like a a, a non-English foreign series get so much Western attention. It's always cool to see that. So anyways, if you want to watch Squid Game, it's good. It's on Netflix. Check it. I feel like they're, someone's going to try to remake it in English and it's going to be so bad. Oh, absolutely. And then they're going to fucking hire, you know, Chris Evans or whatever. Or oh, my who, God. Chris who's, Pratt. Chris Pratt as Mario, as the main character in Squid Game. He's the squid. He is the squid. No, there. Yeah, it's going to be Squid Game, but it's with Splatoon characters. He's the squid. That's mm-hmm. what drew me to it initially, because I love Splatoon. And I was like, maybe. But no, not at all. You're so sad. Splatoon 3, though, that's going to be exciting. And Bayonetta 3. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have a cheese this week? It's cheese of the week. So, you know that my soda stream broke last week. And you got a new one, right? And so, my my horrible saga has finally come to an end. Um, so glad. So happy for I you. I ordered... See, there are some things I didn't know about the soda stream that I had just gotten complacent with, with like this 10-year-old model. Mm, the one that's coal-powered? It's not supposed to make that squealing sound. I thought that really? was so. So with the old one, have you ever used the Soda Stream? Uh, the, well, the w- ones that I have used are the ones that like the original models that scream at you when it's like pressurizing. Oh yeah, yeah. You literally you put your bottle in, you push the thing down, and 
after about two seconds, it goes. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like yeah. a steam, it, like a steam engine. Essentially. Yeah, like a steam engine. That was a good impression. Did you do the voice for SodaStream? I did the, I was the vocal coach for SodaStream. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I trained mm-hmm. the accent for all the different countries. Mm-hmm. Different screens. Like the, countries. Mm-hmm. the Irish one. How is that Irish? It has a little inflection. Just you stop while you're ahead. Understand <laughs> Australian <laughs> and then Australian. Okay. the R at the end. They put a lot of R's. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got a new Soda Stream. It's Come the latest on. model. It's called the Soda Stream Terra. T E R R A. Terra this also, pussy apart. You could call it like Terra, like Terra Lipinski. Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got it in Misty. It's either called Misty Fog, which I think is the same thing, or Misty Blue. Probably Misty Blue. Misty Fog. What did you call me? And um, I just ignore it. Moving on. And, <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, it doesn't make any of the sound whatsoever. You push it down. Oh. And I was like, at first, like me and Justin were doing it a few times. And then we would, we were like, is it working? And then we listened to the the bottle and you hear the fizzling. And we're like, oh, it is. Oh, is interesting. Technology. It, they've so, improved um, the model. They've improved. And now it, you don't have to screw in the bottles anymore. Now they quick clip in the, the CO2 things. So you just stick it in and it clips in. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, isn't that how sex usually works? You just stick it in and it clips. It clips in it. You, it, the prongs come out. <laughs> they latch on. Like the alien. Mm-hmm. It just comes out and latches on. Oh, you. like the, oh, what's that thing the animals do? Not. Nodding. I hate this. Don't make the furries horny. <laughs> Not on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, I totally recommend it. If you're in the market for a new soda stream and you can get a 20% off coupon at Retail Me Not, that actually works. I thought you were going to plug your own coupon code and I would have edited that Use out of the coupon podcast. coupon code Half Moon Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get the money and Sam doesn't. It's a win for right, all use, of us. Use Half Moon Joe and they'll double the price. <laughs> you have to pay more. And send the other half to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but it's well, I'm- fucking amazing. I'm happy for you. Now, you don't think that you're... Okay, so question. Do you use, like... Do you use filtered tap water that you carbonate? Or just regular tap water out of the tap? Filtered. They say to use just regular tap water, but I use filtered. I don't know how I feel about carbonated regular tap water. Um, Am I gatekeeping? I think it's fine. I It needs to be cold, because the cold holds the bubbles better, they say. That is true. So you're supposed to... Fill it up with tap water and then put it in the fridge. And when you need it, carbonate it. Right. The carbologists have concurred that colder water. That's what it, yeah, that's what it says in the manual. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, if it were me on my own, left to my own devices, eating at the dollar store every day, I would probably just use tap water. Mm-hmm. But Justin's a part of the mix. And so it has to be filtered. It has to be expensive. Yes. It has to be filtered. So we keep... We have three water filters. Okay, what? are you ready? One of them is for us and Piggy. So we we drink out of it. It stays room temperature because we add ice to it. This one sits on the counter because there's no room in the fridge for three fucking water filters. Yeah, what the fuck? 
It's flat water. It's for us drinking and for me to fill up Piggy's dog bowl in the morning. Okay. The second one is for the coffee pour over, for boiling the water and pouring it over the coffee. Mm-hmm. That one stays on the counter too because it's at room temperature is fine. And then the third one goes in the fridge, and that one is used to fill up the soda stream bottles. It's filtered as well. Okay, here's a question. How about you guys buy a new refrigerator that comes with like a water filter in it and you get tap Great water out question. of the question. Here's the answer to that. We so our building's a hundred years old. The place for the fridge, a fridge will not fit that has a water filtration system in the in the space that we have for a fridge. Oh, we have looked at European models. We've looked at all American model fridges, South American fridges, European fridges. They do not make a fridge that will fit in the space that also has a water thing in it. Well, I get time to move. <laughs> not again, please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> time to go. It's Please. about time. Uh, we did look into, so you know the ones that go on your sink? I've heard those don't work that well. Well, that and there has to be like a thing under the sink too, and there's no room under the sink. That's where the slide out mm. trash can is. So mm. oh, we've gotcha. explored every option. So instead, it's either you divorce Justin or you deal with three different fucking water filters. Yep. I just deal with the three water filters. Honey, hope you signed a prenup because time's a ticking. <laughs> Wait, for his benefit or for mine? For yours. <laughs> no, no, no. I would hope that there's not a prenup. Oh. Because I'm the, I'm the poor. In you want to get at least half of the ass- assets here. <laughs> I, I want there to not be a prenup, please. Well, no, I, I was just hoping that the prenup says that, that Justin gets the three water filters and you get all the rest of the money. All this money. Mm-hmm. No, sadly. Um, Sad. But I'll just, I'll leave the water filters too. That's fine. Okay. Well, should we move on to things that aren't three water filters? These are a few of our favorite things. Did you have a cheese of the week? Um, uh, No. Well, I guess my cheese of the week this week was actually kind of has something to do with my favorite things. So I'll just, I'll save it for favorite things, which we're currently oh, doing. Well, go ahead. Um, my favorite thing this week is, I think I've probably talked about this before, but I looked it up in our, in our, um, long encyclopedia of, uh, show notes for 354 episodes and it was never a favorite thing. And so I'm going to bring it up again. There is this, um, this green salad with goat cheese and apple slices and candied pecans, um, with champagne vinaigrette that is a recipe that I stole from a restaurant in Missoula that's currently closing because of staff shortages because of COVID. Anyways, I digress. It's incredibly delicious. And I um, fed it to my parents and they thought it was amazing. So it's this goat cheese salad that is my favorite thing this week. Um, and I will have, I'm going to type out the recipe and I'm going to put it on our Patreon and you guys can check it out if you want. Because like there was no written recipe. I just kind of like deconstructed it from what I got out of the res- this restaurant. What are your thoughts on goat cheese? Are you a yay or a nay on the goat cheese? Love goat cheese. I love it on a cracker. A nice Ooh. crisp buttery cracker. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it both flavored and plain. With the, with the herbs and garlic, the flavored With ones. the herbs, the garlic or the honey. Mm, oh the yeah, honey. honey and goat cheese. That goes very well together. I enjoy some goat cheese, but I had didn't until uh, probably my late 20s, but I enjoy oh, some really? goat cheese. 
it's yeah. it's tangy. It's tangy. And we're, when we're talking about goat cheese, we're talking about fresh goat cheese. There is a goat cheese that is like, I don't want to say fermented, but it's like aged and it is funky. It is a funky goat. It like tastes like barnyardy goat. We aren't talking about that. We're talking about like the fresh goat cheese that you can get easily at the grocery store that comes in little plastic packages or whatever. Um but yeah, no, I've been I've been craving this salad. It like, you know, you just get a, a bagged salad mix with like some peppery greens in it, like I don't know, radicchio or arugula. Um, you can, you know, like a 50-50 spinach mix. You toss the salad, wink wonk, with like a champagne vinaigrette. If you don't have champagne vinaigrette, you can like, you know, just like a a white wine vinegar based vinaigrette, easy. Um, and then you Add some candied nuts. I I candy pecans on my own, and I uh, I added those for a little bit of sweetness because the the champagne vinaigrette is how rude. How how you rude hear that? of the fire the fire department is interrupting my it's favorite just thing honking. this week. Like they're not even using their siren; they're just outside the window honking. They want me to shut the fuck up. It's a salad, Sam. They're saying I call it's them. It's just a fucking salad. <laughs> Oh my god, I blacked out and you're still talking about this salad. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's I delicious. I fully it has, went into a trance. It has goat cheese in it. It's very well balanced. And also, make sure to salt and pepper your salads. Season your salads, okay? That's why you don't enjoy salad. It's because it's not salt seasoned Salt and pepper properly. on your salad? Get out. Yeah, girl. Yeah, salt no. and pepper your salads. It makes it so much no, better. No, no. Trust me. That's what dressing is for. Well, I mean, yes, you could also put salt and pepper in the dressing. But if, like, you're making dressing from scratch and, like, it doesn't taste very good, you probably forgot salt and pepper. Yeah, I could see it in the dressing. But I don't put, like, salt. I could see pepper in my salad. But you better not, like, just sprinkle salt on my salad and call it a day. (laughs) If you're sprinkling salt on lettuce and selling it to me for $20 down at the diner. At the diner? Honey, sweet cream. I'm shitting on the table. I mean. I'm shitting on the table. Well, that's that's how they know whether or not they gave you good service or not. It's the size of the poop <laughs> that you leave them as a tip. If you put if you come over there with a salt grinder and you salt my salad, I'm shitting on the table. I'm shitting on the salt chair on my I'm sitting salad? on the doormat on the way out. Um. Anyways, salad is delicious. Um. It can come in many different forms, and as long as it's not healthy and contains a lot of dressing and cheese and um things, you'll actually <laughs> enjoy it. Um, let me tell you about a salad that I think mm. about daily. Oh. I had it at Nobu, which Who? is a fancy restaurant um that Carl took us to when he came to DC. Mm-hmm. It's a spinach salad with me with dry miso and yuzu. Oh, I love tr- yuzu. Truffle oil. <gasps> let me tell you, when I when I tell you, I think about this salad daily. It's been about two years. I think about this salad every day. Can you like order it to go? Girl, go get it. Let me tell you, the chef posted the recipe for it online. Why haven't you made it? Well, I just have, I haven't bothered to get the ingredients. So it's like yuzu sauce, yuzu juice, truffle oil, dried meat. Yeah, those are pretty All these things are available. esoteric ingredients. Right. They're not things I have around the house, so I never think about it. Um, but yeah, so good. Miso. Yuzu. I mean, it makes sense because like yuzu juice would give like the acidity. Miso would give the saltiness and then truffle oil because you're an asshole. I didn't know you were a chef at Nobu. I wasn't. I, I've been <laughs> fired. I'm the person that takes the trash out. I didn't know you were Chef Nobu. <laughs> anyway, that does sound delicious. 
Um, regardless, my favorite thing this week is this salad. I will post um, a PDF that I will make of um, how to assemble it and what ingredients are required and try it out. It's really good and it's fairly well balanced and I love it. So there you go. Favorite thing. Salad because I'm health conscious. <laughs> good favorite thing. It's like the fattiest salad. There's like nothing healthy about it, which is why it's That's good. fine. Grass. There's grass in it. I love grass. You know, love I eating love grass. I'm like, grass. I'm like, eat, I'm like a cat. I like to eat grass and then I like to throw it up for My no reason. My sister was growing her own wheat, wheat grass, wheat germ grass, whatever. And let me tell you, infestation of bugs. I don't. It's like, is wheat grass still a thing? I thought that like the lesbians were into that like 10, 15 years ago. I thought it like is out of style. Or are they still into like drinking and that shit? Uh, that was probably like seven or eight years ago that she was doing it. Oh, really? Is she still on it? Because if she is, I need to have a talk with her. She's got her own gym now. If you're in St. Louis. Oh, my gosh. I'll get all the details and I'll promo her because she's got she has a gym now. She's a personal trainer. Like a gymnastics? Like she like like a gym. You can go there and get training. What Pokemon does she have? She's got uh, Gloom. (laughs) She's got... um, (laughs) Just there's just six glooms. <laughs> there's one blissy that just sits in the corner and cries. Yeah, that's yeah, checks and, out. And the rest are machamps. Because she's a lesbian? Just lots of machamps. And okay. that's what you'll turn into if you go to that gym. That we were not promoting yet because Because I got well, I she, she I don't think she's open to the public yet. Oh, okay. Well, make sure to write it down and promo it on the podcast so people in St. Louis can go to it when it's open. Yeah. Um. Anyways, enough about me. Let's talk about Thank you. God. So my anniversary, our anniversary, excuse me, me and Justin your anniversary. <laughs> my anniversary is uh, what is it? Sunday, ten ten, and uh, we still haven't got to go on. A honeymoon because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And well, I guess we can technically go on a honeymoon, but we don't quite feel safe. That's not going to be fun. Do you know what I right. mean? That's not going to be fun. So um, we treated ourselves to an air fryer for <gasps> our wedding gift, for oh our anniversary God. gift. So instead of going on vacation, you're bringing the vacation to the home. We got the Breville Smart Oven Air Fryer. Isn't that one of the uh, best ones? Is it what? Isn't that one of the best ones? That's one of the best ones. Well, okay, so that one and the Pro, we didn't get the Pro. The Pro was Mm -hmm. too big for the fucking counter. I don't know who has the kitchen space for the Pro version of this. Um, but no, we just got the Smart Oven Air Fryer. I'll get. I'll send you a link right now on Telegram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was Mm -hmm. very excited about it, and so far we've only had it uh, this week. This morning, I made homemade dog treats for Piggy. Mm-hmm. Homemade homemade dog shit. Mm-hmm. Homemade dog treats. Yesterday, I baked three batches of cookies. I baked our chicken dinner. I grilled some vegetables, some onions, and some uh, green beans. Mm-hmm. I made toast in it. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this thing. And I've been trying. I don't want our oven. In. I want to get rid of the oven. I'm, do- I'm over the oven oven. I'm done with the oven. So... This isn't a traditional air fryer for those of you who are talking about. This is literally just um, It is though. Well, I mean the the way an it air looks, fryer is just a convection oven. Exactly. This is a um this is a, a convection oven that like, you know, a, a, that you put on the counter. It's a Breville oven that has an air so fryer when people, feature. 
Well, when people think of air fryers, they think of those little plastic things that you exactly. like dump some French fries in. But that an air fryer is just of. a conve- it's just a convection oven. Yeah, and so these, like, they come these in two different ovens have been around for a long time, and they're like if you have the counter space for it, if you're just two people. You don't need, like, it's way more convenient to have one of these because then you don't have to, like, preheat your giant-ass fucking oven. You can just use this. Well, yeah. Well, people, there are, like, two different kinds of of uh, air fryers. There's those plastic ones, and then there's the ones that look like a traditional toaster oven. But right. they have um, the convection fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we got really that nice. kind because it's more versatile because you can, like, cook a whole chicken in it. You can, exactly. like, cook if a it's... whole fucking turkey in it. Well, that's the thing. If you get one that isn't too small but isn't too big and it'll fit, then you really, you know, you can do a lot of stuff with it. Yeah, I'm we, I'm very into it. Mm-hmm. I've used it for everything. I got some, uh, it fits quarter sheets, quarter pans, mm-hmm. quarter cookie sheets. Beautiful. So I bought a couple of those, um, the same Nordicware ones I have for the big oven, mm-hmm. but the quarter size. And yesterday I made cookies. They have the cute little sill pads for them oh, too, yeah. the silicone mats. Uh, and it can fit a whole muffin tin in there, too. Yeah. And honestly, like the whole reason why it's a pain in the ass to use the oven is because you know, like, you're using like a half sheet pan and those things are a pain in the ass to clean. And so if you're using like quarter sheet pans in this little, you know, Breville toaster oven, it's way more manageable. Well, and it cooks so fast, too. Yeah. Like, I know we sound like we're on an infomercial, but smaller heating element. It's a small space. Like your oven doesn't preheat for like 15 minutes. It's like exactly. It's more concentrated. Ready, you put it in. Like I made those cookies in record time. The chicken last night cooked in like record time. It was so easy. I fucking love it. If I had counter space in my old place, I would have bought this, but I didn't have yeah. any counter space. So if you do have counter space, you should look into a Breville oven. We got, oh, we made pizzas in it too. I usually make the pizzas in the regular oven, but I made them mm-hmm. in the, uh, I made them in the Breville. That's a really good, like, anniversary gift for yourself, honestly. I'm surprised. It yeah. wasn't, like, a, you know, a dead fish or something. Well, you know, your one-year anniversary, you know how they have, like, your gold anniversary, your diamond anniversary. Ugh, one is diamonds. Uh, one is your paper anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't want paper. You That's deserve better. Yeah. Um, but another good thing, so the Pro only comes in stainless steel. There's a selection of, let's count them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight colors for the regular one. Ooh, what color uh, did you get? We got black truffle. Ooh, lots of truffles in this episode. It goes well with the, um, so we've got black granite countertops, mm-hmm. and um, it goes well. It definitely looks, uh, it looks better and doesn't look like it's overwhelming the kitchen. In black. Nice. It matches. It matches. But cool. definitely recommend. I've, we've that's, already cooked like basically every meal with it this past week. It's that's such a good recommendation because and also they're like they're really good for places in like, I don't know, East Asia, like Japan, who don't have ovens. You could just get this and, you know, cook for yourself because there's there are places out there who like just don't have big ass American style ovens. And these are this is a really have good alternative. Microwave oven combos in Japan. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they have that little fish fryer thing, too. Or the fish grill. They all have the fish grill. Delicious. Anyways, that's a really good tip and a very good favorite thing. Thank you. Yours, too. (laughs) I just love goat cheese. And I haven't had it in a while, so I'm back on the train. It's good. It doesn't upset your stomach as much as, like, you know, lactose cheese. 
Right, exactly. And there's like, you put candied nuts on anything, it's gonna be delicious. Like, come on. I feel like I discovered sight and you discovered salads. Sight and salad, girl. Sight and, and that's on sight. I mean, and that's on salad. And that's on salad. We gotta go. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening. Good favorite things. Good favorite Great things. podcast. Great to see y'all. Uh, thank y'all so much for listening. We will be back next week with a regular episode. And week after that, we will have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. Oh, next yeah. week, we will have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons as well. Okay, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Fauna. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.